just explaining to Tommy before we had the had that little break that um you know yeah I started these about a year ago yeah and the reason I started them was because I thought wouldn't it be great if we could do a music interview thing where people didn't ask stupid questions of of people making music like what's your favorite biscuit or you know if if you were a fruit what type of fruit would you be because who gives a you know who gives a monkeys about that Really? Um, so I thought, here's, here's, here's the premise for this. Many, many moons ago, and I'm talking quite a long time because I'm quite old now, I was, <laughs> when I was, when I was but a wee young thing, like you are now, Tommy, I, I was in a band. I was, I was in a signed band. And, I, you know, I've, I've, I've been there. I've seen it. I've got, I've had the T-shirt. Like, you've got a decent T-shirt today. And, um, I thought, wouldn't it be great if two people could just come on and share their experiences of music? That'd be great. That's, yeah, that's a beautiful thing, man. It's just so much better. So much better. So, sir, take me back. Um, when did music start for you? When, when did you first really know that music was going to play an important part in your life? So as a, as a younger kid and stuff, I, I used to box. Um, I know right. I weed now, but I was quite good at it. But um, yeah, I kind of, my dad took me to boxing to kind of build my confidence. Um, I used to get a bit of stick at, at school and stuff. But I guess, I guess, well, the first introduction to music was actually before this, actually. I was about seven years old. Um, I was on like a family holiday and I don't know why, I was just watching the telly. And uh, uh, some footage came up of the Beatles playing. And it, it was so instant like that, like, it sounds a little bit cheesy, but it, it was. It was. Uh, I kind of was mesmerised by the clothes and the music that they were making, um, or made. Sorry. Um, yeah. Do you remember what sort of period of Beatles that was? Uh, yeah, it was the early stuff. So yeah, the early sixties. It was that Love Me Do and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the matching suits and that you know that, that kind of where my love of clothes and music came at the same time. Um, but I was just a fan, I guess, um, and, I, and I still am. As you see, there's a George Harrison picture here. Lovely, but, um, very nice. But yeah, um, so yeah, about seven years old, and I used to go to like, you know, in that school they did um, non-uniform day and stuff like that. I'd, uh, I'd go in a suit and I would get stick for it, but I didn't care. <laughs> you were like, don't you know who this is? Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am the four Beatles. Yeah, and they're like, no, bang. <laughs> Excellent. That, that, and that was just for dinner ladies man <laughs> but yeah and then i kind of i did my uh, i got quite good at boxing and but it wasn't something i really wanted to do and a few of my friends were on the school bus on the way home and they started talking about putting a band together and i don't know why i just instantly threw myself in the conversation i was like i'll be the singer i'd never sang before ever never even picked up an instrument and yeah, it just happened then, really. So I was about 15 when that happened. So it's coming up to 10 years now. That's a great age to get into a band. Et it's the camaraderie at that point, isn't it? As much as anything else and the sort of 
you know, being in a, being in a club, yeah, really, with a group of other people. Yeah, that's it. Were you were you a wordsmith? I mean, you said you you know you never sang etc. But I mean, if they were all playing instruments etc., did were you the sort that that wrote words and thought? Uh, do you know what I mean? I could actually I could actually put words to this. Not before, but as soon as I kind of started hearing, you know, like uh, someone playing a guitar with no words. Yeah, it would just come. I just I was like, I don't know. It, it's always been pretty instant with me. If, if I'm going to write a song. Um, it normally, if it doesn't happen within 20 minutes, I'm kind of one of them. I put the guitar down or whatever I'm writing on. Um, but yeah, like I kind of, I just found I was reacting to this uh, people playing in a room or playing their guitar or myself playing the guitar. I kind of react and words come out and you know they kind of make sense. Do you know what I mean? And I start thinking about what they're about and stuff. But yeah, but now. Um, I do write like little poems or if I if I find a sentence I like or a saying it's all written down in my notes on my phone and then you know when I'm writing I'll go to uh, I call it like the stock cupboard <laughs> <laughs> you just hope your phone doesn't get lost or cracked or, or whatever I, else I dropped it in a puddle the other day and I was very scared but it was all right oh quickly into the bag of rice before anything drastic yeah. happens yeah, it was. It was. It was a bit of a meltdown. And I was like, my album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There's all the inspiration gone in a puddle. Oh, my goodness. Well, there, you go. there could be a great title for the album. Um, gone, in, gone in a puddle. Gone in a puddle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, something, something like that. Uh, but, yeah, so when you when you got this group together, what, what were you listening to then at that sort of time, at age 15, et cetera? I mean, I was like, yeah, um, obviously the Beatles. I was, I really liked my indie music and stuff like that, like Oasis and Kasabian, uh, all, 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 all the obvious ones at that time anyway. Uh, and that was all I really did listen to. Like now I listen to a lot of soul music and a lot of hip hop and jazz, all, all kinds of stuff really. Even, I don't really like heavy metal, but I can stomach some of it. But yeah. Yeah, at that time when I started, it was just like guitar-based bands, a very 90s thing going on. But, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And, and you know, and it, and it worked. And it, it, it got me to this point, so, yeah. There was a, there was a real <laughs> swagger about those bands, though, wasn't there, at that, that period? You... Yeah, I kind of liked that as well, like, with the clothes and the kind of, yeah, I, I, there was something that I was drawn to with that kind of swagger and self-belief and confidence. I, I really, you know, it... It blew my mind, and I was like, "I love that." Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about people like Liam Gallagher and Tom Megan, etc. I mean, you know, that, at the front of the stage, giving it something like that, you know, yeah, so, so, so something is that something you aspired to? Is that something you you wanted to? Yeah, so I've actually met Liam Gallagher a few times, and I'm friends with Tom. But uh, when I met Liam, was actually the first gig I ever went to. Uh, it was a BDI concert, and I think I was about fourteen. Um, and he gave me his, I had, he come outside to like see the fans and stuff. And I was just like mesmerized. And he kind of walked straight up to me as a young spotty little kid. And he gave me his like silk scarf. I've got it in the bedroom upstairs. I was wow. like, and that for me, like that was the first gig I ever went to. I never knew what to expect, but I just, I loved it. And the crowd were really rowdy and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it was beautiful, man. And like, I met him quite recently and I told him that story and I was like, I have no idea who you are, mate. <laughs> 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 I, tell, 
anyway. <laughs> did, but did he actually have any idea who he was at the time either? Probably I not. mean, that's that's the thing. You, you never know, really, with someone like Liam. <laughs> he, he probably can't remember anything from them. Oh, So, the, the band, what was the band's name back then? Uh, so my first ever band was called Casino Empire. I hated that name. I still don't like it. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was great, man. I did a lot of learning with that. And... Um, what was it the bit that, that what was the bit that you didn't like the casino or the empire or just it sounded like like two um things that you would go to at the weekend the casino or the empire and there's someone that stuck those two together and <laughs> I don't know whose idea was it but they're definitely not in the band now no <laughs> <laughs> it, it could have been it could have been Hollywood Bowl McDonald's you know See, that's a good name imagine if a band from london was called that and they were doing yeah. some dark stuff it'd be massive it's like one of them things now it'd be huge that would keep that that's, that's keeping it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um yeah that yeah just that name i was just a bit like well but yeah we were you know we were awful but it was great do you know what i mean and, and, I, yeah. and we record we actually did to be fair the recordings that we did do uh, we recorded a song called She Loves. Uh, it was just like a rip-off of Stone Roses and Kasabian, but it was beautiful because it was our first song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, there were fun times, man. And then the same people, same band, we turned into a band called Arcades. Yeah. And that that did um, quite well. Uh, we played like the Isle of Wight Festival and Why Not. Uh, did some touring. Uh, we went over to Europe and we did shows over there. You know, that, we had some... You know, really good times and some some very highs, and we had some lows as well. Like the my best friend that I started the music with at fifteen actually passed away on our first ever tour of a heart attack. Oh my word! And it like obviously that would rock you. As we how old were we? Uh, twenty years old, and it was a a week before his twenty first birthday, and two weeks before mine. So, and me and him we were obsessed with music, and obviously I, you know. Ever since that kind of happened, I was like, I 100% believe that this is something that I want to do and I believe it's right for me to do it. So, like, since that, it's kind of just really spurred me on to just keep at it. You know what I mean? Like, because you do have, you know, creative people have a lot of dips and stuff, and I'm very guilty of that. I have a lot of low moments, but I have a lot of highs, and I kind of, you know, I always remind myself of that, and I always remind myself that, you know, this is the right thing for me to do as a person. Do you know what I mean? I do it for him as well. Have you written about him? Yeah, I wrote a song in arcades on our uh, on our last EP called Sticks and Stones. It's quite an emotional one, man, to be fair. And it was the first, I remember recording it. It's, it's, we're recording it with the same guy that records all my stuff at the moment, Gavin Monaghan. I remember when I did the vocal tape, I like, breaking down and, you know, into a few tears and stuff. But yeah, kind of... Um, it was a nice moment because at the shows and stuff when we did play, we didn't play it all the time because it was quite a sad song, but it also, if you read the lyrics, it was quite, it was a nice tune, do you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, I have written, you know, and I, a lot, I guess even so now with this thing, like, it, you know, it, it's going to be in there, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, do you feel he's with you? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. yeah. I, so I've just moved into my, like, first house, me and my missus, and he's he buried uh, Two minute walk down the road so i'm i'm down there every week and letting him know that uh i'm a better guitar player now than him because he was <laughs> playing the guitar and i couldn't play and he went no it's like this so if i had ever played he goes no you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong so now i can kind of play i'll go 
much better than you now, man. You could you couldn't do this. You couldn't do this little solo. <laughs> no, oh, that's not that's nice that you 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 know you still have that chat with him. That's good. That's Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, what what moved you into doing the solo stuff? Um, I guess yeah. So, kind of since um, my last band, Arcade, kind of came to an end. A few of the members left. You know, it's like with bands. Sometimes people can't be getting up for it and all that kind of hoo-ha. Um, you know, I, I'm still very keen and very eager. Do you know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel like this is the start of my musical journey. I've done the kind of I've done the apprenticeship. You've had I've, your apprenticeship with the bands, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I felt in a really good place musically. I, the music I started writing over the lockdown, I was like, I've never written. I knew it was, I knew the song, the batch of songs that I had were special, and I, they felt special to me, and that was enough for me to kind of go, I'm going to go for it and like really go for it with this. So I kind of threw the kitchen sink at it, and I kind of, I spent a long time writing and rewriting and kind of before i put anything out because i wanted to get it right and i wanted to get the right people to play it live and the right people to record it and you know i wanted to get it right without saying right too many times <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is i love your whole image that you've got going with this you know you're a bit like a you're a bit like a you know modern day adam faith right you've got that swagger going with this and as you say you know you said like earlier you you know you started off life listening to kasabian and oasis etc and you and you had yeah. the, you had that bit of beatles in there but you can hear kind of the soul elements etc coming through do you feel like you've now got to a place where you're really kind of absorbing music properly yeah. a bit more and that's coming through in a in a collective whole into what you're writing i do i, I feel like Especially the soul thing is something I, I, I love. So I think it's my favourite kind of music. And um, the people that I record with, like there's a guy in my band, he's the, actually the drummer in the twang. And he's uh, obviously he's older than me. Um, and he's, you know, turned me on to a lot of things that I necessarily wouldn't have listened to. Or like the way he, because he plays the trumpet and the drums. And he's a multi-instrumentalist. And he, the way he kind of plays and shows me, and he'll show me different styles and then he'll show me songs to listen to and uh, producer Gav, again, he'll, he'll turn me on to all the stuff I've never heard before. And I, it, like, yeah, it started to bleed into me as a songwriter. And yeah, I mean, and I do, I, I like to soak up a lot. I kind I like to be a sponge with that stuff, like films as well. I'm, I'm mad into films and the way things look and uh, I guess clothes and just fashion. And, uh, all of it kind of plays a big part in, the end product for me definitely um, do, you, do you kind of feel like there's a lot of artists these days that just kind of don't have a particular look or feel i mean you know it's it's kind of an easy thing these days for for people just to all look the same um in a way do you know what i mean have nothing stylish about them particularly or nothing nothing that kind of makes them stand out i guess so i mean i'm just being me do you know what i mean i and i do like certain things and certain people and the way they dress like you know I take influences off that but I think there's sometimes there is a little bit of a lack of that self-belief to kind of you know so it's so easy to be a sheep nowadays do you know what I mean and and with the new single that's coming out on Friday it's again with the social media kind of side of it 
you know that there's a lot of propaganda on there and stuff, and you can people can be easily led. And I, I like to, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool to be different. Do you know what I mean, I think, but I think that is more more so nowadays is, is accepted more to be your own person. And do you know what I mean? But it is very easy to kind of go, all right, we're an indie guitar band and we're going to dress like Oasis or something like that. It's like you know, do something a little bit different or just be you. I think that's cool. You know, you've just had a prophetic moment as well because, and I can't say too much at the moment because it's all under wraps, but you've actually kind of intimated the the potential new name for my business as well. Go on. Right. We, we, we are, well, it's at the moment we are called A Better Way of Life, but we are changing the name. Yeah. And the, the, the one that we've got, we're going to has got something to do with sheep and and being led away so there you've you've kind of given me a prophetic moment that that may that that kind of seals it for me that that was probably the right thing to 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 call the business so, so thank you do i own half the business now sorry do i own half the business now? yeah well yeah you can come in as partner that's great <laughs> <laughs> we, can, yeah, we just make that make that happen well you you know you need a social media marketing team there you go it's it's it's, it's on your doorstep it's 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 done it's fine so so at the moment we've got two two songs released from this um from you that solo yes is that right one released and in two days. Well, one about to yeah absolutely so so how far along are you with an album as well i've recorded an album's worth of songs um it might not be the first album because i think i've got Got to get a few more fans there, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if I wanted to, I, I could release, um, I could release an album. Worth is that is is that not how you want to do it? You want to do it as a set of single releases or EP releases? Is that is that does that feel more comfortable to you? Uh, I guess. I, I mean, I used to think about it. I used to think so far ahead. I couldn't see what was in front of me, and I kind of been taking each week as it comes to this because. We put out that first, well, I spent a few months playing on my own acoustic, um, did a load of shows at a festival called The One Ten Above. And this is before any songs were out. And I went to Paris and played all these songs. And I kid you not, when I went to Paris, uh, on the second time round, going to the choruses, they were singing it. And it was just like, I was kind of, and then when I put out the first single, I've only had one single and I've just announced, and it's just sold out. Um, the first like hometown show and stuff. So I've kind of been thinking, if that's what happens with one song, let's see where the next one goes. So people might not like it, but I kind of want to think, you know, if there was, if it was right to put out an album next week because you just got a number one and someone wants to sign it, then I, I'm I'm ready to go. But if it means like, oh, if I've got to put out ten singles, then an EP, then an album, then I'm happy to do that too. You gotta come for come with me now for a journey. Yes. I've just realised my phone's about dead, so I've got to get the charger. <laughs> so let's do this on the move. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it on the move. So I mean, let's talk about this modern day way of releasing music because that yeah. that's something that's you know always interesting to talk to people about these days. So, you know, do do you feel it's a bit of a blessing and a curse uh, in terms of the fact that everything goes straight out to you know Spotify or the streaming services? It's and it's it's instantly out there but at the same time you know your music is instantly accessible and you can get you can reach a wider audience how, how do you feel about the whole i mean way it's, music know, to talk these days I've, I've kind of only known this the way it is now but i guess 
yeah, it would have been pretty cool if you didn't have to do like social media and stuff, and you could just announce gigs and people come because that's what they do, and you know, people buy buy your music because, as you know, and a lot if there's any artists and stuff watching this, you don't earn any money from Spotify, really, do you? No. But, yeah, I kind of think I don't know. I think it's good and bad because you can get. Um, you know, you get noticed by a lot of, you know, potentially you could go viral on TikTok or something like that. And, you know, you could get a record deal out of it, but, you know. So what's the dream? What's the dream for you? Because, I mean, clearly, I mean, as you said right at the beginning as well, you really love your style and your clothes or whatever. Would, would you love, would you love a clothing line as well? Yeah. Well, yeah. I actually, um, I actually, so a friend of mine is called Ray Brown and he makes clothes. Uh, he makes clothes like Miles Kane and people like that. And I got in touch with him when I was well, I was quite young, actually. And, uh, yeah, so I've not had anything from him for a while, but I've designed some of my clothes and stuff that I'd wear on stage. Obviously, he made it and did it a lot properly. But I was like, yeah, I, I am really into clothes and fashion. And, yeah, I guess, you know, if somebody wanted to wear something that I'd designed, then, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Why not? That's cool. Your own suit, your own line of suits. Marvelous, that would be. Yeah, that would be cool, man. Suits. I'd like to go down that road. I've got got a couple of suits up here, a couple of like jumpsuits, like one pieces and stuff, with big like seventies yeah. and flares. And, you know I mean, that's like, quite cool, man. Like, yeah, why not? That would be wicked. It's my so my lead guitarist Charlie. He's in the fashion industry, and uh, he used to work for a company called Fix Clothing, and he designed some of their bits. And I think he did design. Help design the new Miles Kane collection and stuff. So, like, me and him will just, if we're not talking about music, we're talking about clothes. Yeah. Or boxing. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Boxing gloves with wings on the back. Well, <laughs> <No. laughs> this is, no, I think, I think it's all there to play for. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see it. And if, if you, I mean, look, great name as well, isn't it, Tommy? I mean, you know, nice pair of Tommy shoes. Lovely pair of brogues, yeah, you know, man, yeah. you know, handcrafted, stitched with a little label in it. It's all there, I think. You know, and that—that's the thing as well. I was talking to someone about that the other day. Is yeah. that through through this pandemic, what's happened is, like, you know, you can see what's happened is, is that everybody that's out at work as well, right? Everybody started dressing down. Yeah, you know? I did. I did for a bit, and and I reckon there'll be a comeback at some point. Maybe you could lead that comeback. You know, we, we, we all to go real hyper smart again. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, you know, I got, yeah, jogging bottoms, man. Got to get rid of them. That I was in them for a while. I just didn't care for a bit because you weren't going out. No one was seeing you. So it's like, why get dressed up? Perhaps you could lead the revolution in terms of caring again, and and you know just. Self-care and hygiene. Self-care and <laughs> giving, giving, giving a shit about it and, you know, and whatever else. That'd be, that would be great. Like create a website called haveashower.com. <laughs> where, where, that, that would be good on a T-shirt, man. Haveashower.com. Have well, I don't know. I, I don't know whether uh, well, you haven't heard because you haven't seen one of these before, but I have recommended actually to some of the artists before now. Maybe you're the the guy to take up the mantle. I know some some of the other ones are thinking about it. I said what what people really ought to do is when you do a band T-shirt, yeah. right? You really ought to promote the fact that people are listening to this on Spotify because a lot of bands are like, 
well, you know, we really don't like Spotify, etc., because the artist doesn't get paid, etc. I think it's the wrong way round. Yeah. What you should do is you should have a T-shirt, you on the front, on the back is I listen to Tommy on Spotify. Yeah. But I've bought the T-shirt and given him tenner. So that's a good actually. I like that. Do you know what I mean? Because that way, it's like it's fine. I'm fine. I feel guiltless now. I've, I've, you know, yeah. I'm listening to his music. I'm not paying for his music. It's all, it's all coming through that little box in the corner of the room. But do you know what? I'm giving him a, I'm giving him a tenner for a t-shirt, so I don't feel so bad anymore. And do you yeah. know what? The artist wouldn't. If everybody did that, the artist would feel absolutely fine about it. Minted. Absolutely. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's all it's all by the t-shirt not the album that's fine it doesn't matter which way around it is it doesn't matter you know you yeah. get the you get the music for free but you have to buy the t-shirt that's the way well i think you know. we got like uh in the first week like this is this is starting from scratch by the way as well so it's not many in terms of loads but it's like in the first week or first couple of days like two thousand plays on spotify Imagine if that was 2,000 T-shirts. T-shirts. Like 15 quid or a 10 or whatever you said. You know what I mean? You do the maths, it's a nice little old day. No, absolutely. Well, actually, some bands are kind of working to that kind of model. You know? and, it, and it does work. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of all sorts of music. Marillion, who have just released their, their latest album. Um, I think at the weekend, it, it had over a million plays on Spotify. Wow. Which is, which is brilliant. It's actually gone in into the even though nobody knows them and nobody likes them anymore, apart from you know uh, the 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 the, um, the sort of people like myself. You know, it's actually gone in at midweek at number two in the charts, album charts. That's mad. That's brilliant. You know what I mean, which which is which is fantastic. But there you go. If you go to their if you go to the website, all the fans not only have bought it on record or whatever, but they're buying the t-shirts as well. But as I say, just imagine that. Just imagine thousands and thousands of T-shirts going out because people have downloaded it. Celebrate the fact that it's been downloaded. That would be great. I, that, think, yeah. I think I think you could I think you could lead that as a as a revolution for, with young people. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Stop. We're not going to moan about it anymore. You can have the music there. It is, but you've got to buy the T-shirt. <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah, that's a good idea. To be fair, man. Well, that's the thing. You know, with the merch and stuff, I've been putting quite a bit of effort into how it looks and stuff. I've only I've just got these T-shirts made. It's not this one. It's very similar to this. It's uh, it just says I'm alive on it. And for people that like their fashion or into the similar things that but I am, there's this brand called Good Morning Keith. Um, and we kind of wanted to make it a little bit like, and a little bit like this. This is a Deep End T-shirt. Um, deep end club t-shirt and uh yeah kind of like the sayings on t-shirts that i kind of wanted to make it i wanted to make a band t-shirt someone wanted to wear on a night out or the right jacket. absolutely right i mean it, take, it takes you back to I, I don't know whether you remember this but it takes you back to the days of the inspiral carpets do you I remember that but, no, but do you remember that there, there was a there was a classic Inspirals carpet t-shirt go and have a look at it it had a cow on the front that was saying something rather rude and but everybody wanted that t-shirt yeah everybody it didn't matter whether you were an Inspirals carpet fan everybody wanted that it was you know it was iconic that, and that's, that's where people thing. need to go a bit with it because I'm not interested in in wearing a band's t-shirt as the tour on the back I mean that's a nice thing to have I guess if you went to a few of the dates or whatever or it's signed but like a you know, a band T-shirt that 
doesn't necessarily the band t-shirts don't have to be boring or say the name or be just you know make it cool make it something and i guess probably that comes into the question you asked earlier would i like to make clothes it's like i did get quite into it like just the, yeah, 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 the band yeah. t-shirt but i was just like there's got to be some like because i've never worn any of the previous bands or anything the t-shirts so i was like i don't like them. <laughs> but like this i was like i've been wearing it do you know what i mean wearing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so what's the ambition what what you know what do you really want to achieve with your music that's a big like, question you know you want you want to get it as big as possible really do you know what i mean i want to be able to play to big crowds on a regular basis i don't want to have to you know i've been working on a building site with my stepdad and stuff so you know i mean i I want to be a full-time musician. I want to put music out that people enjoy. And, you know, I want to do that for the rest of my life. I, I can't express to you how much it makes me happy when I am doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's starting to happen for you. I mean, you're, you're beginning to get noticed by, you know, uh, various radio stations, etc. You're starting to get some airplay, etc. Yeah, it's starting, you know, it, and it's, it's, it's such a nice thing. And it's, yeah, I'm buzzing, man. It's... I feel like I'm ready for it now, though, in the sense of, like I was saying earlier, kind of doing my apprenticeship. It's like, I feel I feel like these tunes and the way it's kind of going, it's like, yeah, just kind of living with it, if you know what I mean. It's, yeah, it's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you could get on a support act at the moment, as a support act for, for someone at the moment, who would that be? Who, who would you really love to? Uh, Liam Gallagher would be good because he's doing loads of big shows. But I guess, uh, yeah, any tour support really. I've some, I've some, someone of a similar genre. Um, who would I like to play with? So, yeah, LG. It'd be wicked. Um, you know what? It, she's smaller and she's on her way up. But I'd like to play with that Brooke Coombe. And if you've heard of her, she's from Scotland. Uh, yeah. Who else? Miles Kane. You know, people like that, man. Like have a similar yeah. genre. Um yeah. Brooke would be good, wouldn't it? I mean you could you could try and you know how you could make that happen. You'd have to get a duet at some point. There we go, if she's listening. You, yeah. <laughs> we could tag her in this. I yeah, think yeah. we'll do that. Brooke, what 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 Tommy's gonna write a duet and then of course you have to come and do some live dates just to, to do the duet. There we go. Just saying. <laughs> Sorted, done, done. Sorted, done. <laughs> how easy is that? It's just, it's just. So that you know, that's there. I mean, how how much would you love to hold that vinyl in your hands and <clears throat> be able to go in the record shop and this is mine? What, as in like my album? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I've got a few records. Like we made that an EP with the old band, and it was great. We had that on vinyl. It, it just feels great, and it's you know with the artwork and everything else that goes with it. And yeah, but yeah, an album. You know, a number one album. That's the goal. <laughs> but yeah, an album That's the big that goal. everyone I wanna make an album that everyone loves, do you know what I mean? And everyone wants to play and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And something that I'm proud of. I feel like and I feel really proud of the the tunes that I've written and that that are recorded and ready to come out. I feel very proud of them, do you know what I mean? And you know, I feel like you know, like the, the albums that you talk about. And I hate to keep talking about Oasis, but like the Definitely Maybe album, it's like people obsess about that and, you know, whatever your favourite album is. And do you, do, you, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, make yeah, yeah. something like that. Or like, even if it's just a percentage or something like that, I'd be happy. Well the, well, the first single, as you say, is out, Alive is out. And 
uninvited attentions coming up. Is is that a nod at all to? Uh, I mean, as, as a title, that always sounds to me like social media. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it a little bit? Yeah, so it is a tune about social media, and I kind of wanted to express my feelings about that because obviously, "Alive" was a is a party tune, and it's you know it's very much it's quite direct. It's, it's a it's a party tune. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. you know, and that's why I wanted to put it out first because it's quite simple in that respect. Um, but it's got a big sound. But yeah, this one's a bit deeper. I guess it's a whirlwind sonically, but it, it's got a deeper meaning. And I kind of wanted to touch on. You know, like the after effects about posting online because you know like myself and yourself it's like it's great for stuff like this because you can reach a wider audience and you know you can push your music out into great places or even if like small businesses and stuff it's a great tool um and for advertising and all that caper but yeah i kind of get sick and tired of seeing i, I don't understand why as a human race we kind of feel like the need to get everyone's approval whether that be on your like your daily you know your daily thing or like if i want to you know if somebody wants to do something or express themselves in a certain way or be whoever they want to oh, be you mean all this kind of post where it's like um which one shall i wear green or red or whatever you mean it's like yeah or even can't you make your own mind up yeah or you, i guess so but like obviously there's a lot you know you see a lot of bullying on there and stuff and mm. a lot of racism and a lot you know if, if somebody wants to you know the way they want to identify or something like that then that's their choice and they don't you know it's okay to make your own yeah you know, make your own decisions and it's okay so you don't need everyone's approval because someone's there's going to be some idiot that disagrees with you and wants to make you feel awful do you know what i mean and i hate seeing that and i've seen a lot with friends and family and people close to me like get a lot of backlash from the most simplest stupidest of things or like something they feel really deep about and then someone just throws a nasty comment in and do you know what i mean i well i i know exactly what you mean i mean yeah. you know from my perspective it's yeah it's very difficult but it's it's part of the reason why we we have a job <laughs> because um you know it's one of the reasons we we do social media for a lot of clients because yeah, but I think clients... that's I think that's a great thing. Do you know what I mean? I, I I'm on it all the time because you know you have to be. It's it's a great like I said, it's a great tool. But the online world can be a dark place, and I think yeah. it's kind of the the chorus line in Uninvited Attention says, "Don't put it out if you're not a true survivor." And I think that that would look good on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it's it's true, and it's <clears throat> as I say, it's why we end up doing it for other people because some people shouldn't shouldn't be on social media per se or, no. or shouldn't certainly shouldn't be on social media all of the time i think you've got to have a certain skin you've got to have a certain mentality to be able to to look at it and go do you know what this is a game yeah and you know you've 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 just got to play the game and actually sometimes when you when you do it through somebody else and they're like looking at it for you and play, helping you play that game it, it helps yeah yeah, I, you're right, man. You're right. You know, it's it's just it because sometimes you just need someone else to explain to you. So, look, the reason they've done that is because of this. You know, we're going to we're going to deal with it like this. You don't need to deal with it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, just just leave it. You get on with your day because yeah. you know. And I, I think it's a it's a very easy place to go go downhill 
in a downward spiral um, very, very quickly if you're not, if you're not. You know, like, I've, you know, when I've been in like a, a dark place and stuff like that, you, you you can obsess, you can find yourself obsessing about other people's lives, even if that's like other musicians and stuff. It's like, oh, look how well they're doing or stuff. It can do your head in, I mean, it's not healthy, but yeah. it, it is also a great thing to have. You know, it's great that you could be in Australia or something, we could be doing this. And it's like, and a thousand people could be watching or something, or 10,000 or a million. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's an amazing thing. But again, like, I'll go back to it. it it cannot, it can also. Yeah. yeah, like all things in life, it's yin and yang. There you go. Tommy, you've been absolutely wonderful today. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed the chat. Um, in terms of where people can best listen to you, we know you're on Spotify, but, you know, where do you want people to go to listen to your music? Where, where's the best place for you, as far as you're concerned? Social media. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at Tommy Cobley, and that's across everything. So TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever else we are, we're, we're on it. Um, and then music-wise, all the platforms, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. Yeah. A lot. We're there. Cool. Cool. Are there, are there any dates in the in the... Uh, live dates booked at all? Yeah, so it's just sold out actually. It's, uh, we're four weeks out from the first headline show in Leicester uh, at Firebug. That's the 8th of April. And then I'm going to be announcing some more dates, a little bit of a tour very soon actually. Cool. Are you going to are you gonna film it at all? The Leicester show? Hmm. Yeah, so my uh, my missus, Chloe, she does all my photos and filming and stuff so yeah i think there will be there will be stuff filmed. i think i think you should i think you should film a bit and tease it yeah of course there we go see we should go into business together man i've already come up with your name for your business so yeah absolutely it. yeah just uh, just tease it a little bit so that you know people go oh yeah i've got to go and see the next one there yeah no there will be definitely stuff like that there's a few tour diaries that we've made from the last shows uh the first one's out on youtube and then we've uh, we filmed some bits in the house and stuff, acoustic with um, mate Ash and stuff. Yeah, so everything's being documented, you know. Brilliant. Keep in touch. And when the album comes out, you're coming back. I'll we'll be back. It. I'll be back sooner than that, mate. <laughs> okay, cool. Lovely. Thanks you take care of yourselves. Thanks so much for joining me today. Have a good good rest of the week. Bye for now. Thank you, mate. Cheers, Tommy. <laughs>